So I've received uh, an out of office email from the ombuds person. Oh yes, yeah, he's on his holidays, isn't he? Yeah. Where is he again? Was it Bulgaria? Was it Gran Canaria? I can't. He went to Gran Canaria. Right. He went to Gran Canaria. That was it. Um, so I'll read it out. It says, "To whom it may concern, I'm out of the continent right now with no access to my emails. If you have any podcast-related complaints, please no YouTube channels. I will not respond." <laughs> Please direct them to my good friend, the whistleblower, at hotmail.com. Regards, O.P. <laughs> oh, he's gone with... I like it this week. Yeah, he, he signed up. He's gone with... He signed O.P. I like it. He's getting with the times, the ombudsperson. Oh, should I call him O.P.? That's pretty brilliant. I love that. I want to know more about this whistleblower that guy. So do I. And I also... I mean, well, I do have a voice note from him, so I'll give you it in a, in a, in a sec. Um, it's from him. I, I listened to it a little bit before. I think he's by the beach. Um, and, yeah, so he does... He, do, he briefly explains our interaction... Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't entirely sure of that myself. I did send him an email to try and complain about the uh, the audio quality last week. So, that and I know it was directly my fault, but I I, I, um, I, I wanted to apologise to him on behalf of us. Uh, hopefully, to limit some of the fines. Um, but yeah, OP. I like it. Maybe she's going with a new. Maybe it's a new image. <laughs> Another thing that I found concerning because I was always certain that he lived somewhere like Hemel Hempstead. <laughs> um, he said that he's out of the continent. <laughs> now. I'm sure Gran Canaria still counts as Europe. Well, maybe oh, it? maybe he just wants to make him make himself seem a little bit fancier. Perhaps, he, yeah. but he, he is definitely on an 18 to 30s holiday <laughs> in Gran Canaria. Is that what he told you? That's what he told me, yeah. Well, mixed messages from the ombudsperson. Let's hear what he has to say anyway. Let's, um, let's get, the, let's get the, uh, the voice note up. Hello, boys. Harvey and Alex. It's the ombudsperson, OP, here. Um, I'm having a lovely time in Gran Canaria. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed with the lack of hand sanitizer, but uh, I have made a, a new friend. Um, I was at the beach bar um, drinking some Pond Star Martinis, my favourite, um, when, when I got chatting to this fella. Uh, he's actually a podcast whistleblower, uh, and he's agreed to work on the inside for me, so you'll be hearing a lot more from the whistleblower soon um, he's got his emails open he's much more active than I am so adios and speak to you next week <laughs> I love that that's a great message from yeah. the from OP wow I'm so pleased he's having a good time who knew Podstar Martini's favourite drink who knew <laughs> the almost, uh, yeah, he, do you know what I'm, I'm pleased he's having a good time uh, or they are having a good time he's, I'm delighted to hear about his new friend mm. the whistleblower yeah. he sounds mysterious yeah yeah. He that's all he is got, got like a disguise going on really uh, well, if he's a whistleblower he must be in the podcast game mm. it's the only because the whistleblower you must do it from the inside yeah it's like the secret footballer or like yes or the secret kind of... millionaire yeah. when he goes in <laughs> when they go into somebody's house and they're, they're going <laughs> they walk in and they go oh my god what a shithole <laughs> this is just like my shithole at home <laughs> Do you um, also have £30 a week to spend on groceries? <laughs> and then at the end they go, yeah, Julia, yes, I know I've been living in shit, but I am a millionaire. Here's a grand. Here's a grand, I'm off. And clean your, clean your, clean your fucking plates. 
in your face, Barry. Uh, what's that? The undercover boss. I love undercover boss because there's not a single employee <laughs> on that program that doesn't know that that's the boss. <laughs> you can't, you can't stick a fucking wig on someone and then do nothing else to them whatsoever and make them drive a van. <laughs> with a TV crew oh yeah yeah what else would it be Uh, I've been watching this programme actually um, and this is going on a bit of a tangent as well Uh, it's called 60 Days In have you ever seen it love it love it the the people the fake prisoner the prison whistleblower yeah Yeah, it is a bit whistleblower the balls you must have to do that I mean you wouldn't want to be jaw locks I mean (laughs) the the thing that gets me is they they have the 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 chief of the prison and his associates why is he always fat (laughs) every time and they're going we need 60 days in more than any prison in America (laughs) because we need to get some intelligence and then I'm like we think there might be drugs in the prison (laughs) and then they film it all on cameras and then some guy comes up after 60 days and hands them a bit of a folded up piece of paper with 0.2 grams of cocaine on it and then he goes it's not even Colombian cocaine it's like Texas it's prison dust and then he hands it over and he goes look what I found in your prison (laughs) that's cocaine and then the chief looks at him and goes so it is so it is thank you we must (laughs) we must lock down all facilities (laughs) infiltrate the dealers find the suppliers (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a fucking brilliant program. But to go on there and be a certified grass, mm. it is you take some fucking balls. And not only are you being a grass in the prison, you're doing it on national television. Yeah, yeah. So I would I would know. There's one Mexican guy. I don't know if you remember him. He, he might be on your series. He's a no, Mexican he's only guy. Seen the series series six. And there's no, there's Maybe no he's not. Mexicans. Was he not? No. Uh, well, he, he was in this other gang, and then he pretends to be in the other Mexican gang. Right. Bloody hell, fantastic telly. Oh. Um, and he starts to take it very seriously. He starts pistol whipping people <laughs> and calling, calling them his bitch. <laughs> and the producers, the producers pull him out and they say, um, do you think that you may be being inst- institutionalised? <laughs> And he says, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Anyway, get me back in the fucking prison. Get me back in the fucking prison right now. Yeah, no, it is great when they get proper winter and they start, like, buying shanks. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> We've had to stop filming because he's he's seriously injured another inmate. And also, the other inmate that they injure, he's another contestant. <laughs> so there's always one little, one little fat guy, oh. one little fat, like, nerdy guy that gets fucked. He said caved in on the first day is fucking he gets absolutely shooing yeah yeah brilliant oh, uh, the one on the series that I watched there was this like woman uh, police officer that yeah. they put in yes Cena uh, lesbian <laughs> well I don't know if she was no she wasn't a lesbian oh well it's not the one no because she quit the police for the, the one I watched lesbian quit the police force because oh, no. she was that annoyed about the police no the one I watched was uh, she loved the police and she hated criminals nice they put her in and she started she, could, she started doing this, these kind of manoeuvres on people in the prison <laughs> like like you know when they put the arm behind the back what as a fake arrest yeah and her, and her cover was blown instantly <laughs> 
what the, um, the fuck's she doing? And then she was just complaining about everything, saying, uh, you know, it's, it's too cold, the, the food's not nice. I'm like, it's prison! <laughs> it's literally prison! It's not really fucking nice! They're going, they're going yeah, we just really need you to find the drugs, and she's going, Abby, can I have a nice meal? <laughs> yeah. No, you can't. And then her husband divorced her while she was in as well, which added an extra level of... Fucking hell, time to do it, like. Although, yeah. you've got 60 full days to get your shit out and move on. That Maybe that's a great time. Yeah. Do you reckon he's been at home rubbing his hands together going, yeah, let's get, um, let's, let's, yeah, why don't you do that? Let's, it would be a great experience for you. I think you should really do that. 60 full days, I'll really miss you. Yeah, second she's in. Are the cuffs on? Yeah. <laughs> Bang, tell this. You're a fucking bitch. I hate you. And I'm checking your sister. Simple. <laughs> And when you come back, this is my fucking house, so fuck off. Yeah, fucking hell. Crazy, that. Well, I, I, yeah, look, it's a great programme. We'll probably deep dive it at some point. I would quite like to do that because it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We could do a deep dive of each individual series. Mm. I think the, the viewers would probably quite like that. Yeah. Um, and also, it means I get to re- relive it. <laughs> not not a prison stint. <laughs> Just watching the programme. I've never gone to prison. I wouldn't last five minutes. No, well, you, I don't know. Oh, well, I've always... Yeah. I think the bigger blokes do all right. Yeah, it's, you would it's, be. It's, it's a little oh, ones like me. Yeah, you would. But you look like you've got a bite to you. Do I? Yeah. Okay. Well, I might, I might be all right. Plus, you've been trained in the art of the jawlock. <laughs> but no, I, listen, I, I think... Uh, well, hopefully... Uh, I think the ombudsman's away. Sorry, ombudsperson, OP, sorry. Um, oh, fuck, I always get that wrong. Um, I think he's away the next t- two weeks. Is he? Yeah, so well, we'll probably catch him. Yeah, yeah he's, he says he only does one a year. Yeah. Uh, and he times it for around then because around this time because apparently it's quite quiet in the world of podcasts now. Um, and he's ramping up for a busy summer um, because people will be outside, obviously, listening to podcasts. Um, yeah, so we'll hopefully hear more from him next week, find out what he's been up to. He says he's got some excursions booked, so we'll have to see what he gets up to in Grand Canary next week. And welcome back to another edition and week three of Sorted Out the Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Harvey. How we're doing? How are you doing this week, Alex? Yeah, good. Um, I remember telling you about my broken... I don't know, I don't know if it was broken, my finger last week. Yeah. A bit of a finger update. Good. If you want to see. It's still it's wide. <laughs> it's still swollen. And uh, and this has been like that for two weeks now. Yeah, it's been... A, yeah, two weeks. So what does that mean? Does that mean it's broken? I think that's permanent. I would I right now call it... <laughs> I think that's a bit, I think that's permanent damage. Um, uh, can you do anything uh, extra with it now that you've uh, definitely broken it? Uh, sometimes people no. get like when Peter Parker was bitten by a spider, he developed superpowers. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, I've got a slightly wider finger. I don't know if that makes me a superhero. <laughs> well, I think to the right audience it might. <laughs> What's Bex think of that? <laughs> um, to be honest, it hasn't. Um, I, no, no, it's my no. left hand. It doesn't really. <laughs> it doesn't get used. It doesn't really get used. Yeah. No. Oh, you'll have to. You'll have to experiment. See what happens. Yeah. Um, 
What about yourself? Been up so much? Yeah, um, yeah, relatively um, booze-heavy weekend, I think. Um, I've been relatively good, so January, I, dra- I, I didn't, like, last last year I confined myself to doing dry January, but it wasn't just dry January, it was dry January and exclusively only water, um, and I raised all of £27 or something um, for water raid. So I didn't... I didn't <laughs> Wait, hang on a minute. January last year? Ja- yeah, January last year. I'm sure my birthday night out last year was in January. Are, are you now basically... I think I've caught you out. You owe Waterhead. <laughs> <I'd>... <laughs> are you owe all of those £27 back? It's the one person as well. It was just me auntie. That's the only person done it. <laughs> well, no, no. Yeah, I didn't have anybody to keep you motivated. She might listen as well. Um, yeah, that, that is true. I'll be entirely honest as well. I did have a bottle of at the football and I think I went like the 10th of Jan so <laughs> this is and I thought I'd keep my fucking mouth shut and now I've just done me selling a, month, a year later um, yeah so I didn't want the, uh, anyway I didn't want the societal pressure this year of uh, of being caught drinking <laughs> <laughs> last year I did it under under cloak and dagger I was walking around with a bottle and a brown paper bag and that <laughs> something out of it um, no uh, this year I decided right okay I'll do dry January for the goodness of me and her um, and yeah, it didn't do amazingly well. Like I, I did okay. We on, we only had a couple of pints, I think. Yeah, but it wasn't heavy. It's slightly dry January. It was it was a lot drier than normal. Yeah, I mean Thursday and Friday. Well, weekends I didn't really count them as. No, you as didn't. Part you were just drinking like a normal person at that point instead of your usual <laughs> three four times a week. And sometimes Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did. I, um, do you remember we went? We did the uh, the trial podcast episode, and we went to we went. Uh, Alex is kind of above a pub, but I don't want you to think. For the listener, I think that sounds quite cool, and you would like live above a nice pub. You live above a social club. It's a Catholic. Club. <laughs> a Catholic I, social I, club. I, I yeah. don't know what. It, yeah, it's. I call it the Catholic club. Um, so does pretty much everyone else that goes there, because it's the last part of the word. It is insert name of place Catholic club. <laughs> Not, you haven't you haven't come up with a brand name for it. You haven't re reimaged it. Well, I, I don't know. I like to I like to think that I'm crossing certain boundaries when I'm going in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know. it's well, it's not it's not like uh, it isn't your stereotypical social club. It no. looks like it. Yeah, everything when, about it. When I first social. saw it, I, you know, I thought go in there it's going to be full of people covered in shamrocks singing yeah. shan- shanty songs yeah uh, <laughs> racist shanty songs yeah probably um, I thought I'd better keep myself out of there being a being a raised a protestant <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't know how deep the deep the uh, sectarianism runs in, the, in this country but you know I thought just really, yeah. be on the safe side yeah keep me nut down <laughs> But, you know, I, I ended up there uh, one night, and I think it was a weeknight, and I thought, this is very strange. Catholics look very different these days. They, they look like they're about 18 years old, they smoke roll-ups, and they've been dragged backwards to a charity shop. I've never seen a scruffier human than I have in there, and I know that's that that is quite common of, of social clubs. Other than the old blokes in their in their suits and whatever they wear, they're the, the smart clubber. Typically, you do get the odd tramp uh, roll in, but when they're like middle class art students. <laughs> 
<laughs> in a Catholic club, in a Catholic social club, it, it really it, it, it unsettles you in a way. Yeah, I saw a guy once, and I, I, I promised that this was true. He was covered in grass. <laughs> Well, I remember going in there, and I, and just before I went in, I thought, oh, I'm going to finish off this uh, ham and cheese sandwich that I had bought from Sainsbury's meal deal, whatever. I thought, is that your go-to? Well, they didn't have the chicken salad, which is what I usually go for. Okay, we'll go. I obviously go chicken dribble. <laughs> <laughs> More bang for your buck, baby. <laughs> I, the thing is, the thing that lets it down about the triple is the sweet corn. Yeah, it is a gross sandwich. But <sighs> I can't um, get away with it. I'd rather have two than have one with chicken and sweet corn. I'm, see, I'm all about the quantity. <laughs> if I leave there without three individual sandwiches, I'm a bit of. I'm, I'm, see, I'm partial to a club because it's got an extra yeah, slice of bread. I'm fine with that. Yeah, hundred percent. And a nice sandwich as well. We want to hear from you, the listener. So if you've got a funny story about something we've talked about this week, please send us an email at sortedoutpod at gmail.com. That's sortedoutpod at gmail.com. Yeah, so anyway, I had about half a sandwich left and I was stood at the door and I was thinking, oh, well, I can just take it in. But then I thought, if I took the sandwich in with me, it might start to grow like hair, <laughs> and, like long hair, yes. like dreadlocks or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's how how unsettling I felt about it. <laughs> it does have a. It's got almost a different um, consistency in the air. It's almost. It's denser. I don't know if you, do you know that? Do you feel like mould grows quicker there? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, a, I, f- I find it hard to breathe, actually. Yeah, that's from the musk coming from the charity shop clothing that you can smell. If that I is. ever get pop lung, it's not from vaping, it's from going in there. <laughs> There's quite a lot of second-hand vape in there. Quite a lot well, of second. Well, that might be it. It Maybe might be all of the all of the vapes. Imagine, right? Okay, go back to whenever the smoking ban was, which I, I, I'm 99% sure is a fantastic thing, because can you imagine walking in a boozer or a shopping centre? I, I vividly remember being in the metro centre when there was a smoking area and a non-smoking area in a restaurant. Which oh, is, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's minging. I remember that. Yeah, and um, I've done it again. That's the third bit. Maybe this is like a running theme. How many times can he burp? <laughs> Harvey Speck. In a row. <laughs> he loaded up. No, well, I did text. I did text you to eat before before he came yeah, because yeah. I was uh, I was stuffed. <laughs> no, I think it's because you plied me with. Co- I did ask for a cup of tea this time, but um, Coke Zero is all it was. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if when you compare images. I wonder if the people that used to smoke in boozers, and if you took a, a direct picture of the St. Teresa's Catholic Club now and then, yeah. would the people still be the same? The clothes probably would have been brand new then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or did they wear... Oh, I'm You've done it now. Oh, what am I doing? I don't know. Let's I'm see if we can keep this good. Yeah, we'll be on for hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe, they, maybe it was a, a replica, but... Back then, they used to wear clothes from like in the even 90s. further back. Yeah, yeah. So seventies clothing. Yeah. I don't know if they did. <laughs> no. Well, they popped around in flares and sparkly tops and that. I don't know. <laughs> I thought they were just in tracksuits. The nineties looks like a fantastic time in terms of going out and excitement and dance music and all that. But I, I don't know if it was the, the greatest time for clobber. I'm probably going to offend. I'll have offended people there. A comfortable time for clobber. Definitely, hundred percent. I think. When was the regression from? Um, from suits, you know, suits, if you look at all old I think suits, happened in the early two thousands. What? Well, they came back. 
Well, people shoot, shooting again. Yes, people people were starting to dress a bit smarter in, in the no- early noughties and uh, yeah. late 90s, I think. Nice. It was a bit of a transgression. But yeah, I remember seeing a picture of Beckham in a, um, in a, a, a shirt a, a Chav would wear to court <laughs> um, and a pair of trackies. So that must have been midway through it. That must have been like 99. Oh, that- 99 to the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must have been like November, December '99. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah, yeah. I'd have been, I'd have been three, and I would have New, been in my probably New Year's Eve. Actually, <laughs> he didn't know which way to go. They said, "Come smart casual." <laughs> <laughs> I did used to think that that was the until the Fosters advert. I don't know if you remember about smart casual. They were on a beach and um, they went to a party, and uh, he turned up in in the Beckham. Short, um, yeah. I think he was shorts down below and a suit up top. I don't, I don't, I've got no qualms with that. No, if anything, I'd like to see more of it. Yes, uh, it reminds me actually of my first ever, well, my first graduate job. We um, we were conditioned to. I worked for this horrible sales company um, where in essence you were scamming people out of money I didn't last very long uh, that'll be a, a, another story that might be behind the Patreon wall because I feel like it's quite um, it's hard hitting and it's only going to be for a certain type of audience yeah um, so anyway I took I took this job went in and um, we had to make these videos to try and convince people to one use the company but two um, just to, just really to flood LinkedIn because LinkedIn's an untapped resource <laughs> uh, inside scoop that um, and uh, he he the, the the son of the CEO um, that wasn't his official work title that was who he was that was, uh, that was son bi- of CEO yeah. <laughs> that was biologically and it wasn't in his LinkedIn bio but he, when they make the link LinkedIn the movie <laughs> son of the son CEO, of CEO. Movie, the son of CEO let's stop this podcast immediately and write LinkedIn the movie that would be good can we use the proceeds from the Patreon to, to, to make LinkedIn the movie <laughs> <laughs> close, uh, close. Um, yeah, and he, he did this video where he was walking around London, and he was wearing a, a uh, he was dressed smartly. He was in a suit, he had a tie on, whatever. He was, he was dressed lovely, um, and he was walking around. And he was going, guys. Um, hi, uh, it's the son of the CEO. Um, anyway, I'm just uh, having a little ponder around London, uh, a little uh, ramble, if you will. And um, I'm noticing on the tube, out of the tube, in the office, um, no one's wearing a tie. Is the tie dead? Are we in Italy? I'm really starting to like the Mediterranean look. And I was like, uh, right, okay, immediately get me out of this job. Uh, so, so yeah, I've looked, I wonder where he is now. And we might follow up with him in another Probably episode. In Italy, really? Yeah, yeah, or in London, which is, they do call it the, the, the cosmopolitan Mediterranean. <laughs> they do, the Mediterranean part of England. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're off to the Med this weekend. <laughs> Which uh, yeah, they might have named, they might have renamed the city that. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I feel like we're we've took a you, massive tangent. We're but talking about dry January, and then we got we segued massively onto the Catholics. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not the first time that's happened. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, it was like my first big weekend back 
um, back, back. <laughs> the pubs, the pubs and, and bars in Newcastle rejoiced <laughs> as as the tap was turned back on. <laughs> He's back at his payday weekend. <laughs> watch, let's watch him waste it. <laughs> and uh, I went out with with all the intentions of having a very very quiet one. So end of my street, there's a Weatherspoons. Um, it's not an endorsement. It's not a paid advertisement. But it is, in my opinion, still a very good establishment. I'm not bothered about what they did during COVID. Um, I, ultimately, I don't care because it's so much cheaper than anywhere else. So I'm fine. To, I am fine to drink there. My morals are pushed to one side the second that they reduce prices. I, I, I am not one. I'm not a conscious consumer by no means at all. I am fast fashion, fast food, fast drink. Yeah, cheap. Cheap drink. <laughs> cheap, yeah, cheap yeah. drink. Yeah. yeah. Um, and anyway, so we're in there, um, and where I live is a particularly... Um, well, I'm, I live just out of it, but if you enter the, the borough, it, it's a shithole. <laughs> it's a, a shithole. Um, and so it gets the, the... Is it the race and strafes? The waves and strafes? Whatever that phrase is, it gets those type you know, of people in. Yeah, the uh, the Radjis. The Radjis, yeah. In Newcastle. Yeah, the Radjis. Yeah, we could don a Radji character, actually. Um, yeah, so, so the Radjis come in, um, and we're in the uh, in the back bit, and we're having a having a drink and whatever, and all of a sudden it starts um, starts picking up and, and kicking off a little bit, um, and these these two Radjis come over. Now we've met them before, these guys, uh, nice nice lads, but um, first time full of cat, this time full of coke, um, and. One of them, they're both called Jack, Jack and Jack. Uh, it's actually that's factual. They're, if they're listening, a pair of Jacks. Hello, boys, a pair of Jacks. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> um, and yeah, they, they came over and he goes, "Your mate, you know who you look like." And whenever anybody says that to me, I'll be honest, it's never been a good thing. <laughs> I've never looked like anyone good. There's a list of people that I thought it could be. Um, him from Cool Runnings. John Candy. John Candy. Yeah. Um, uh, James Corden. Yeah. Um, Claire Baldwin. <laughs> um, but this one I hadn't heard before. I think the worst one to date was when I got out of a taxi and before I left he said, actually, hang on. And I thought, maybe he's had left something or payment hadn't gone through. He said, you look like Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> Which is <laughs> not even close. Although I do now ride a scooter. Yeah, you do ride those little I do ride So maybe, maybe there is a resemblance to Paul Blart. You put the little helmet on. No, I don't. Oh, no, I can't. Great. It's already tra it's tragic <laughs> enough. It's tragic enough. And also, if I fell off it that bad, where a helmet was needed, I would rather have the the brain injury. <laughs> So that I could not remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't want that, right? And um, yeah. So anyway, this Raji, man, right? Honestly, I promise you, this is not a bad thing. <laughs> Good right? start. Yeah. He goes, you look like him off TikTok, and I'm not a big TikToker. I'll be honest. It could have been um, anyone. There's millions. It could have. Yeah, exactly. How many users does TikTok have? More than seven billion. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fact. <laughs> and um. Yeah, it's got more. It's got more users, I think, than people worldwide. That's because of all those shops in China where they've got phones on the wall, like doing fake likes and views and stuff. <laughs> um, and anyway, yeah. So he says, honestly, mate, right? It's gonna sound probably a little bit like I'm taking the piss, <laughs> but 
this is a class thing. <laughs> he goes, I says, eh, from TikTok, he goes, Jack, Jack, and Jack, the other Jack's like, I don't even know what you're talking about, man, I don't know who he looks like, the fat fucker. And I, I just kept quiet about that because I didn't want to get my jaw rocked off my head. And um, then uh, if they finally whittled it down to... Would you look at that? He's called half time. We're at the end of the first part of this week's Sorted Out special. Join us again on Wednesday for more nonsense and extra juicy bits. Don't forget to like, follow and turn on those notifications. We'll catch you on the next one.